0: And binge on those videos, which which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Right, everybody. Welcome back to Campus Here Trade Show University. Really excited today. This is this is going to be a lot of fun. And this is the type of episode that a lot of listeners have been asking for. Real world examples from, from exhibitors and some success stories, best practices. And we're going to get all, some of all of that today as, as we talk to a good friend of mine before I introduce him. I just want to say, pause what you're doing right now. Get over to tradeshowu.biz and sign up for the email newsletter. So many great tips and tools each week that, that you get and there's some, a really cool freebie that you're going to get only if you are a subscriber. So get over there and subscribe to whatever po- podcast platform you're, you're listening to, Apple, Google, iHeart, whatever it is, so you don't miss an episode. But the, let's not believe this any longer. Really excited. Someone, he's a, a friend of mine. We've worked trade shows together many of them over the years. His name is Roger Vartanian and I'm going to let him introduce himself but he is going to be sharing some some wisdom and some some real life things that you can put into play at your next trade show. Roger, welcome to Trade Show University. It's a, a pleasure to have you here. Say hi to all of our listeners today.
1: Jim, it is an absolute honor to be on your podcast today. It's something from day one when you launched it. I wanted to have this opportunity and I, I couldn't be more excited to, to partake in this, in this venture that you have, albeit, I think like 200 episodes in, but (laughs)
0: hey, I am got here. Oh man, this is, it is, it's an honor to have you on because I know that you are one of the true professionals when it comes to work and trade shows, you know how to do it, right? As someone I've always loved working shows together with because of that. But tell everybody, give a little bit of background of who you are and, and then we'll dive into some questions.
1: Sure. I've been in the commercial vehicle manufacturing space for 40 years now, believe it or not. And I've partaken in basically every aspect of that business, uh, right from design and concept to production to the finished product going out to the customer, the sales and delivery side. And, And a lot of it on the sales and delivery side had to do with the marketing and how we presented the product both virtually by print media way back when and of course, you know, doing trade shows. So i have probably a veteran of close to a thousand different trade shows that I've participated in as a vendor or actually went and visited the show myself. So I've seen it from both ends of the spectrum And, and I've learned a lot of lessons of what to do and what not to do. And trade shows are very, very expensive and you've got to be able to capture the most return on investment on them. And I think I've come up with some pretty good concepts as technologies come to to fruition to see how to do it and what actually works. And and more importantly, having a pre-show plan, uh, a show plan and a post-show plan and how to get the message across, how to present it prior to the show and what you wanna show to your prospective customers and visitors once they're there, how to go about presenting the product. And then ultimately, how do you follow up after a trade show? You've got this plethora of leads that you've spent lot of money to obtain now what is the plan to do it so if you don't have action plans pre during and post show you're not getting the most bang for the buck
0: wow you speak my language you got it from start to finish the blocking and tackling just that the basics that so many exhibitors just fail to do they they kind of wing it a lot of times or they 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 plan, they plan, and then they don't. They don't execute the right way. So tell us a little bit. Go go in depth. You talked about having these pre-show plans, the post-show plans. Give us a little bit more background. Go give a little more meat to what those what those are. How do you do it?
1: So of course, depending on the size of the organization, you know, you, you whether you have a marketing team that you collaborate with, or if you're a smaller company and you're you're basically wearing multiple hats and you're you you are the marketing team and you're going to exhibit at the show, making sure you, one you understand. What shows do you really wanna be at? What are the shows that will give you the most value? Because there are thousands of them in every industry and most people are getting bombarded by, hey, come attend my show, come attend my show. But really understanding which shows to do is is the first point. So even before you plan for the show, make sure you know what shows in your marketing budget you want to attend and then put that budget together. Then once you've determined it, take a particular show, and then say, okay, this is the market that we're going after. This is the audience that we want to present our products. And do you have any new products that you want to present that pertain to the industry? Do you have upgrades to your existing products or is it just the same products that you've had and you want to make sure you're getting more exposure for those products? So having a plan on how you want to do that is very, very important. There are multiple medias today to be able to do it. You can do the traditional mail, mail format. You can do email blasts. Video is a big thing that COVID taught me and I've I've expanded on significantly. The power of a YouTube channel allows you through your subscription or your subscriber base to get the messages out. So they almost feel like they're attending the show before they're actually at the show. And you generate a tremendous amount of interest and, and energy prior to actually getting there. So people can't wait to come into your booth. It's no longer the situation where your, your sales reps or your booth attendants are sitting there waiting and grabbing people by the aisle. You know, People are coming to you now because you've done a lot of work up front. And then once you're at the show, the products that you're gonna display, make sure you have a clear message. This is what it is. This is what it's geared to do for the industries that you're presenting in and show the features and benefits make sure you have everything in line whether it be pricing design availability all of it because a lot of today is dependent on supply chain of course and people will come into a show they're generally in the planning stage but many times you can close deals at a show if you know what your availability is also being flexible and you know don't don't overpromise things because you get really excited at <laughs> shows. And I've seen many of my sales reps say, "Oh yeah, we can do this." And then they go back to production, and production is and engineering, they say, "No, we can't do this. You know, it might be a year from now." So make sure that you, you know, that you your your message is clear on exactly what you can provide. And then ultimately, once you've gotten through your show, you know your team has put together a post-show plan with I mean, how are you going to distribute the leads internally. And then what are you doing with those leads? How are you gonna follow up? Are you gonna follow up by email? Are you gonna follow up with direct calls? Are you gonna follow up with visits, additional visits to expand on what you did in the five minutes that you talked to the potential client or your client base? And then you know, what mediums are you gonna use for that? Video is a great way to do it. I mean, I do multiple presentations on videos today, even walk around presentations on the vehicles that we build that maybe we didn't have something at a show because Production couldn't have it ready, but it's ready the week or two after that. Mm-hmm. And we can go in and show them, okay, this is what we were talking about. Here's how it operates, and I can actually demonstrate it. So having those three plans in place are absolutely paramount to the success of any trade show.
0: I love it. I love it. That pre-show plan, the, the during the show plan, after the show plan, and the whole the, the root word of all that is plan. You've got to have a plan in place. If you don't have a plan in place, you're never gonna be able to execute it as best as you can, especially when you get to the show floor and like you said, there's excitement. You get all wrapped up into talking about your product and about your service and all the things that you have to offer. And are you are you on point? Are you too excited and you're, you're missing opportunities because you're speaking out of turn? There's so many things you have to do, but you've got to have that plan in place. You've got to have that plan in place, and it's got to be dialed in. It's very
1: important that everybody that's going to be participating in the the process of the show, when I say pre-post or pre-during and post, it involves people that may not be at the show, right? That everybody buys in, and everybody gives their input. You've got to have everybody's 100% focus and all on one mission and one statement. How are you going to go about it? Because you know, the old adage, if you fail to, if you fail to plan, you, you plan to fail, is truly the best thing you could say. And, and, you know, people will see a lot of times prior to a show opening, the group of people that are out at the show will have a, a huddle prior to the show opening. What are they doing? More than likely, they're reviewing the plans that they discussed before they came in, reiterating the message, putting out different tasks during the show, how that's going to work, and having all of that processing and planning in place is absolutely key you know the same goes with the post show you know after a show the team should huddle back again to you know I would do it immediately thereafter quite frankly I know people are are driving to you know they, they have to get catch flights and they got to get out of town set time aside once the show closes and before everybody leaves get some quick I mean maybe 10 minutes quick immediate feedback you can even do it if it's a multiple day show every day get, have one person, take the notes, pull it all together. So you have it ready to then discuss, you know, immediately after the show. Cause the other key too is once you've done all this and you've talked to your clients and you, you know the prospective clients, you can't wait weeks to get back to them. You know, it's yeah. in some cases it's buyer's remorse. In some cases, those attendees have seen your competitors and multiple other vendors for other products, they're going to forget who you are. You've got to make sure your message is consistent and, and on time. And that's why team meetings, getting everybody involved is so important in all of this.
0: Yeah. And I, I just got to go back to what you said, uh, you know, following the show immediately. As soon as that show's over, get everybody together for 10, 15 minutes and say, okay, what worked? What didn't? how did this, how did this go? What literature worked? What How did the demos go? How did you know, talk about everything that you did, but don't, you know, don't belabor it, but you get that immediate feedback, which is going to be the most accurate, but even more important. And I don't hear too many people saying this, and this is it was awesome. At the end of each day, if it's a multi-day show, at the end of each day, get everybody together for 10 minutes because if you, if anyone's like me and you've been to your share of multi-day shows, that last day could be a drag. That last day is usually, you know, people have already left. They've already flown home. It's low attendance. And so if all you do is wait to the very end, you might get people with that mindset of, ah, today was, today kind of sucked because nobody was here. And, and you want them focusing on what happened the other days. What, maybe that first day was just rock and roll and, and you just you just hit it out of the park. You wanna make sure you captured that and really what worked and how, what got, got brought people into the booth. Roger, just fantastic stuff there. Let, let's, let's go back to the couple things you mentioned earlier. That was the use of video. And you said you use a lot of video, especially in the pre-show, in your pre-show plan and the pre-show marketing. And you also talked about ROI. So how does how does the use of, so a twofold question. Number one, if you can give people a couple of tips as to what do you do in your pre-show videos to get people excited, just some basics there. And then how does that lead to, your, to better ROI for you guys?
1: So I really, you know, again, video, albeit it's not new, it's new in this space, especially post-COVID right? We all had to change the model in which we presented our products and how we were able to communicate what what mediums we were using to communicate with our clients. The biggest thing that I've seen is that in your pre-show, you know, in the past you would maybe send out a flyer or a mailer. We at Lightning eMotors, we do an extensive amount of video podcasting, uh, YouTube videos, not only about products ourselves, but when we're going to be in an event, like for us, the Act Expo is the largest alternative fuel show in the in the really in the world, quite frankly. And we know we're going to get you know somewhere between ten thousand people at the show. With that being said, you know that's a lot of people to be able to send a short message to. So we use video in advance to give someone maybe a ten or fifteen minute opportunity to learn about lightning number one, number two, learn about the products that we're going to be exhibiting at the show and the reasons for them, whether they be new or existing technology and over multiple different, cause we build vehicles, we build chargers, we do, we sell chargers, we have analytics. So we have a lot of things that we have to cover. You may not have the time at a trade show to do it, but you can almost start your message before the show even begins. So when that person shows up at your booth, they, I've had them happen many times. They'll say, Hey, you know, we saw this video and we're really interested in this product. And then we can get right to it. So the, the the reps that are at the show now can speak to it immediately and keep that customer's engagement active without losing them. Talking about stuff they're not even interested in because they they don't tell you what they're interested. In. They just show up at your booth or you yeah. you know you say hello or whatever. It also gives you the opportunity because you can send links or put links on your videos that they can click and then send pre-show questions and information that they're looking for that you can send in advance to them. So now they come armed with the correct questions because they may not know, especially in my field, the electric vehicle field, is, especially on the commercial side, is so new, they yeah. don't know what they don't know. Right. So we're kind of educating them there before so when they come in, they know what they're looking for, or they have a very good opportunity or understanding of what they're trying to accomplish. So the use of video has been absolutely huge. We do a tremendous job at Lightning EMotors, and, and it really has been a better round of success on the shows that I've done since I've been here. I've seen the most return on it than I ever had before. The other thing too is, and something to keep in mind, trade shows run the gamut in terms of size. I do many, many individual three, four hour events called lightning days where we go and it, it involves immense pre-planning to get people to come in. So we go into a territory. We're going to be there for a couple of hours. We provide riding drives and we have people on hand that can, can talk to you know the different products to get people in to experience the product itself. So we have to get the attendance up we're building the attendance because yeah. these shows are not national or or year-round you know we're going to cleveland and you know we're going to go sit outside the rest of the field and have a van there that day you know and we'll invite all the different industries and people from all around the territory within a you know 100 200 mile range yeah. we're going to be here this day come out and you know feel the lightning experience that's the way pre-show is done and on the video side, it is just so much more powerful because people love talking to each other. And, and that's the best way to do it. You know, stuff gets lost in email. People get flyers, they throw them out. You know, this is captive. They've signed on to see what you're going to be there for. And it, and, and getting that extra click to have them answer back, you know that person's going to be there. And you know, Mr. Jones is interested in this. So when he shows up to the booth, we know exactly what Mr. Jones wants to talk about. So, yeah, and then you can even go so far as as organizing and setting appointments with your potential clients. Hey, Mr. Jones is interested in this. He's planning on being here at this time. Okay, we're going to assign this rep to talk to Mr. Jones. And that rep will follow it through the process all the way back to marketing. And then that, and usually it's a regional sales manager that will cover that territory. Now he has an initial contact before the show even started. Because if we get the click in, our RSM can contact that client, say, thank you for your interest in Lightning Motors. We're really excited you're coming to visit us at our event. Please look me up. Here's my contact information. And it's done. The appointment is set before the show even started. And the, and the relationship started. So that is very hard to do via email or letters, but by video, it's huge.
0: Yeah, you're giving, you're giving people a lot to think about, and I'm sure wheels are spinning, not only from from a trade show standpoint, but that concept of a, a day, a mini trade show, road show that is all you, that is focused on you and your products and your services and getting people there and video. Great way to do that because it has life. It also has life to it. So if you post that on, on a YouTube or some, some public channel it'll it'll lives there and so if someone says you know what, i can't make that trade show we didn't even know about that trade show we can't it's not in our budget whatever you still have the opportunity to engage them and, and get uh, peak their interest so that they want to reach out to you afterwards just yeah, great it really stuff isn't
1: much, it isn't really much different than like what we did in Hawaii a few years back with past training right we had to yeah. do a tremendous amount of pre show I think,
0: absolutely. in order to get yeah. you
1: up front and center, right? Yeah. And how many sales opportunities did you create? Because you were able, as you're doing your training, you're part of that team. You've got a message that you're going to send, you know, the primary message, but all those secondary messages that you could send, you were able to put into your presentation, right? But it took a lot to do in front and we did a lot with the dealer after that. So yeah. you know, nothing's changed. It's just you have a video medium now to do it in.
0: Yeah, just outstanding stuff. Man, my goodness. You've, you've given us a lot in a real short period of time here, but let's, as we round the corner, wrap up our discussion here, give a couple of key points or, or one or two takeaways you want people to really take from our conversation today.
1: Yeah, well, obviously it's the message, right? The planning is the biggest thing, of course. Understanding the details of your products before you go in. Make sure that every one of your, your show staff knows exactly what's there, what the features and benefits are. Sometimes you have new people that are working the show. Make sure they've taken the time to train on the products that you're going to talk about and make sure that they understand, hey, if you don't know, it's okay. Maybe you grab somebody else within the booth that does know. Maybe you just tell the client, I will get back to you on that, right? You own that lead now. So it's just like anything else. Go drive it all the way up to the success of the sale. That would be the second point. And the third Probably the third and most important point, and I know you'll speak to this, is your staff has to not only buy in, but you gotta have fun with it. You know, trade shows, from an attendee standpoint, it's a great way to get out of the office and see multiple vendors at one time. But there's a lot of distractions that come along with it. Oh yeah. Well, you know, you go to Las Vegas, right? There's a hundred other things to do in Las Vegas than be at a trade show. But my boss wants me to go visit this guy, mm-hmm. right? Make sure you keep it captivating and that your staff is just as involved and motivated to stay focused on the mission. There'll always be time to relax. But trade shows are not just the exhibit hours. They're every hour that you land off the plane or drive there. That's when you are on until you leave. So if you've got your team understanding that, you're going to get the most bang for the buck. Because you've gotten everything else lined up. So, you know, having been the one that wrote the checks for these shows, (laughs) I I wanted to make sure I was getting the most out of it. So I've just taken that now to a much higher level with multiple people that report to me. I'm working with a larger marketing team, and we all say the same thing. Just be prepared, but most importantly, you've got to have fun at these things. Because if you're not having fun, you're not relaying that energy of the company that you want to relay when you're there. So those would be my three big takeaways.
0: Boom, those are awesome, right? If you didn't catch those, rewind this, listen to that again, Roger just knocked it out of the park with those three. And I, I really like the the one thing that I think can really level up your ROI is what you said about, when you're there, be there, be there at the show from, from the time you land until the time you leave, be there, schedule morning appointments, schedule breakfast appointments, schedule dinner appointments. Don't waste any of the time. There's gonna be time. If you're gonna be in Vegas, schedule an extra couple days to be there and be and go and, and we'll catch shows and gamble and do whatever things you wanna do. But while you're there for, at the show and you've got customers there at the show and prospects there at the show, get with them, engage with them, do everything you can to maximize that time with them and maximize your, your opportunities. Like Roger said, right out of the gate, these things are expensive. Not only expenses, expensive in money, expensive in resources, in energy, and you got to make the most out of it. Roger, fantastic stuff. Thank you so much for, for sharing your wisdom and and uh, bringing some of your magic to, uh, to Trade Show you today. If people have questions, they, whether it's about your business or about some of the stuff that you talked about today, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: So actually, I use LinkedIn quite a bit. So just if you want to post it up, it's, it's Roger Bartani. And, and at LinkedIn, I welcome messages all the time. Probably the easiest way to get a hold of me up front, or you can email me at R V is in Victor A R T A N I A N at cox.net, and I'll be happy to answer any questions you have and share whatever wisdom. I've made a lot of mistakes too, guys. So <laughs> you know, if I can save you a couple pennies, I'll be more than happy.
0: Hey, that's what this, this industry is all about is that trial and error and learning as you go. Because like you said, you've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of trade shows and you learn and you get better over time. And if we can help shortcut some people go past some of their own, some of the mistakes that you've already made. That's fantastic, and I'll I'll make sure for everyone to uh, drop Roger's contact information in the show notes. So just hit that show notes button, Roger. Thank you so much again for uh, for joining me for sharing the wisdom. This has been outstanding,
1: Jim. It's my pleasure. I uh, like I said at the beginning, I, this was an honor for me to do this, and I thank you so much for the opportunity. And hope you, you know people keep listening because this gentleman knows exactly what he's talking about.
0: Uh, I appreciate that. I, I just love sharing and, and just getting people better, just getting better because we, we need people coming back and having successful events because the attendees are expecting it. They don't want to come up to the to your booth and having you fumble around, not knowing answers to questions and trying to sell them on stuff they don't need, have a plan and make it worthwhile so you can maximize that ROI. All right. it's yeah. enough of me going on <laughs> and on because I could talk about this all day and I usually do. So thanks for, thanks to everybody for listening in. Keep learning, keep binging, go to trade show, you biz slash episodes and every single one of my episodes is there right there on one page, all hundred and whatever we're at, 180, 190 episodes, whatever at and so just keep coming back and keep learning keep listening we'll see you next time right here on campus at trade show university